no, period, is a complete sentence. <laughs> yes. It doesn't have to be no, comma. It can just be no. Yeah. Yes, we don't need to be yes men. I say it all the time, right? I say this to our team, our <laughs> leadership team here. You all aren't here because I want you to be a bunch of yes men. That's right. Right? So anybody can be a yes man. Great leaders know when to say no. Welcome to One Next Step, the most practical business podcast in the world, helping you get more done, grow your business, and lead your team with confidence with tips and tools you didn't get in business school. Here are your hosts, Trisha Shortino and Lisa Zeveld. Welcome to One Next Step, the practical business podcast that helps you run your business and make it stop running you so you can enjoy your work and your life. I'm Trisha Shortino, the CEO of Belay. And I'm Lisa Zeveld, the COO of Belay. Together, we are TNLZ. We've known each other since 2005 and have worked together for a decade, growing a 100% remote business from startup to being recognized on the Inc. 5000 fastest growing companies list for six years running. LZ and I have learned a lot along the way and have made some great friends. For one next step, we are inviting them on the podcast to bring you episodes filled with excellent content delivered by some talented people. One Next Step is here to help you on your leadership journey, to help you run your business so you can enjoy your life and your work. One of the most simple yet hardest ways to enjoy work and get more fulfillment in life is learning how to say no. That is so true. Boundaries. Yes. Uh, Boundaries (laughs) and saying no. I think the older we get, it's funny, I saw something on Instagram this week. The older we get, the more we should be saying no our time becomes more valuable a resource the older we become. And I actually older feel Older and that. wiser? So, yeah, older and running out of time. No. <laughs> also wiser. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the year, dare I say, I'm telling the whole world, I'm, I'm acknowledging that this is the year that I turn 50. Oh my gosh. Can't even believe it. Late, late in the year. Late in the year. Late. <laughs> <laughs> 50 nonetheless. <laughs> I'll be waiting for the pink flamingos on my lawn. Yeah. So I now more than ever am, am truly cognizant of my time. I realize what a finite resource it is. Mm-hmm. And I have over the years said yes and devoted time to so many things that really I probably should have said no to. So the act of learning how to say no, be more aware of boundaries is so top of mind for me and really right. setting, setting them into place. There are so many times I said yes. Um, and here's what happens. You know, I, you know, especially at, whenever I was sat in maybe a new seat in the organization, mm-hmm. when I was first promoted to um, vice president of operations a few years back here at Belay, I said yes to everything because I was looking to impress. Yeah. I was looking to show mm-hmm. I earned that promotion. And so I really ran myself ragged, honestly, into a wall, Mm -hmm. (laughs) into burnout mode, because I just took on all the things. And similarly, had kind of really recognized myself going through that cycle every time I kind of got the new job or the next big thing, Mm -hmm. is I found myself accelerating how much time I was investing and saying yes to everything and wound up, you know, hurting myself. So really burning myself out. So I'm sure you've had experiences maybe along those lines, Elsie. Well, yes, yes. I mean, I'm definitely, you know, I the first word that came was people pleaser. And I definitely don't feel it. Although easily 15 years ago, I would have been 
a people pleaser. I mean, I think that's just something that I could have easily said. Um, but before we started recording, and you just told everyone you're turning mm-hmm. 50, so I'm going to share everybody with um, with my baggage, you know. <laughs> yes, bring your baggage to the podcast That's today. right, and bring it up to <laughs> podcast today. Is I think that I say yes a lot of times because I'm looking for validation and there is some sort of reward that I feel off of accomplishing something and saying mm-hmm. yes to it. So it's it's almost that I value myself by how much responsibility I'm taking on mm-hmm. instead of realizing that I do offer so much value and I need to be way more picky about where I want to invest that time. I think that's just something I've carried through most Mm -hmm. of my life is just feeling like um, I need to show up and bring value. And so I take a whole bunch of it on so I can show a lot of people my value instead of maybe going deeper in Mm -hmm. the few things that that matter most. And so, yeah, I mean, it could be some examples are um, taking on a project that I don't need to take on. Actually, I was talking with our VP of HR here, Krisha Bueller, yesterday, and um, you know, she was talking to a coach, and they were saying how easy it is sometimes to take on responsibilities in another area, mm-hmm. you know, where you actually kind of go down in your position, you know. And there's a lot of times where I'm like, oh, sure, I'll pick up that project, which I know I shouldn't have picked up the project, mm-hmm. you know. Somebody, prob- I should have probably elevated somebody. Instead of me going down to take on that project because I have so much experience or I love to mentor, probably taking on too many mentoring relationships Mm -hmm. all at one time. So I think the act of saying yes is something to your point. I say a lot, you know, I don't necessarily think it's a problem, but I, you know, definitely have to keep it in check. Yeah, so you don't wind up up against a wall as long as you have balance, right? So I think a lot of people have a hard time saying no. If we think about the reasons people have a hard time saying no, using ourselves as, you know, Mm -hmm. by experience, I think that it is that people don't want to disappoint others. Right. Um, They don't want to turn somebody down. Mm -hmm. Somebody's asking for you to participate in something, ask your help in some way. You want to say yes, whether it's, you know, a peer, a coworker. Mm -hmm. Um, somebody in another organization, you know, a, a network partner, right? Whatever those opportunities, a friend, you know, mm-hmm. a neighbor. Um, you want to say yes because you want to. Uh, you don't want to disappoint others, and you want to be helpful, and you want to be a good friend and a good coworker right. and a good boss and and all the things. So I, you know, I, I see that's how people get themselves in a pickle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's good old fashioned FOMO uh, that a lot of people have. <laughs> I'm the antithesis of FOMO. You are. You I'm, are. I, I have, have learned no FOMO. From you. I have learned from you. <laughs> I do not have a fear of missing. I have JOMO. I have joy of missing out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of people, right, who say yes to things because they don't want to miss out on what's going to happen. What kind of right. fun is going to go on there? I want to totally. be part of that. They don't mm-hmm. want to be excluded. That is at least one area that I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't find myself getting drugged into. Yeah. And then there's like what you said with work, you know, there's also a feeling of, you know, absolute obligation. Right. It is yeah. my job to right. step down into these weeds or take on this project because nobody else is available or whatever that is. So you, we take on things that we shouldn't because we feel like we must. I think 
think it's it's one of those times it's like, how do you know when it's okay to say no? Yes. Right? Like, especially when it comes around obligation or the disappointment. I think FOMO is probably a little bit easier to say no. You just got to convince yourself it'll be fine. But I think mm-hmm. when it revolves around relationships with people or, you know, your livelihood, then it's a lot harder to say no. So, I mean, when do you know personally when when to say no? How do you gauge that? Yeah. So for me, I can recognize in myself when I'm feeling overwhelmed. So in other words, like I have taken on too many things, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's personally, professionally, what, whatever the, the circumstance may, may be. Sometimes it's a variety of reasons, you know, but like for work, for example, where I've sat in too many meetings or I agreed to participate in too many things or projects or as CEO represent Belay at, at a podcast or an event, and I've kind of overcommitted myself, mm-hmm. I really do feel that physically. Okay. So I notice myself, I get, I get migraines, I get bad headaches, I don't mm-hmm. sleep well. So it physically manifests in me when I'm overwhelmed or overworked or overscheduled. Yeah. And so for years, I just kind of pushed through. And I was like, you know, telling myself, suck it up, buttercup, just keep on going. Right. Yeah. Um, but the older I get, the more I realize, like, I, I don't want to feel like crap. I don't want mm-hmm. to lose sleep. I don't want to have a headache because I've done too much today. Right. So it really forced myself to put in boundaries for myself. And so that is the first thing I've done to help me say no Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I only have a finite number of hours in my day and in my week and in my month. Right. And there are things that I must fit mm-hmm. in there. My family, my kids, being a mom, dinner time, like first and foremost, laying the foundation of being a present parent, then filtering on all my obligations at work that are truly the obligations, mm-hmm. all of my team one-on-ones, Belay leadership, vision casting, all the things I must do. And then honestly, everything else is a considered no for me yeah. at that kind point. Of, kind of sounds like an ideal week almost. Yes. And so that's <laughs> how I frame it up is I, I do. I kind of yeah. say if, if all things are perfect in the world, this is what my week would look like. And my yeah. assistant has that. So I practice Mm-hmm. following what is an ideal scenario as much as possible. And I get better at it the more I, I practice it. So it's kind of like a, a snowball when you start saying no and actually realize if you say no kindly, mm-hmm. people actually don't get mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> like people are actually really understanding. Sure, yeah. Then then you learn to do it more and mm-hmm. then again. And then and so it almost becomes very freeing. Yeah. Well, and then do you, I, I've known some other uh, friends of mine who almost have like accountability partners. Like, you know, do you find that you've got friends or peers that you work with that can even notice that too? Like sometimes it, we have a hard time seeing it in ourselves. Like for you, I know physically, you know, for me, it may not be physical, but my communication becomes maybe a little bit shorter. Maybe you become a little bit more irritable. Like, do you find that having somebody who can keep you accountable and be like, okay, T, how are you doing today? Does that help? Do you lean into Melissa, your EA to help with some of that? Yeah. So Melissa really is the secret weapon for boundaries in my life, to, to be okay. honest. Yeah. And this is, I'm not trying to be an advertisement for everybody should have a VA. However, I'm going to go out there and say, <laughs> but, and say but you should. should have a VA. Yeah. Life, life yeah. changing. She really is my gatekeeper on all, you know, all the things that I say yes to. And mm-hmm. 
I really challenged her to take it, you know, really take it next level. There are times when I plan to say yes to something and she stops me. Wow. She's like, "Mm, I think so-and-so can do this instead of you. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And and she's doing it because she knows that if I overcommit, I'm going to be in a bad place. I'm not going to feel good. I might be, like you said, I might get cranky. I might be burnt out. I might Mm -hmm. miss out on an opportunity to, you know, be present with my family. So she knows my goal is to avoid burnout and truly implement my ideal week as much as possible. So she's having her as an accountability partner is truly amazing, honestly. And then, you know, the family doesn't need to get the rest of me at the end of my day. And that's the part that has always bothered me is that, you know, put in a good old fashioned work day Mm -hmm. and then, you know, all you want to do is crash on the couch after the end of the day and not really have much energy left. You're depleted to give to your family. So for me, saying no means I'm conserving some of my energy for the second half of my day, which is the family part of my day. Yeah. Well, and I think that you and I are in a unique position that, you know, I've got um, my son's in college, mm-hmm. a daughter in high school. You've got two daughters in high school. And so it's really easy for us for, you know, perhaps some listeners out there that got littles and they can't mm-hmm. imagine that at some point they'll be done through this stage, but it goes by really fast. And so you do not want to spend the, you know, the bulk of the time that you have while your kids are little in an office or just with your face in front of your phone or computer at home too. Like don't miss out on those opportunities. And so I think that's really key to reiterate is that you don't want your family to get the leftovers. Yeah. And I think we're, you know, society tells us that, you know, if you're going to have a successful career, that's actually the case. Right. Is yeah. that if you're successful, it must mean you mm-hmm. worked 80 hours, you barely see your family, and, right, you're grumpy. You know, yeah. and um, we're here to say bull. Right. Oh, yeah. Crap on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're yeah. here to say no, no, sir. Not the case. You know, let's be the model of, you know, you can have a successful career lead a great team and do great work and do it in 40 hours. Legit. The other thing that I love about saying no, and I'm a giver, I want to help everybody. I just love empowering people is that it gives somebody else the opportunity to do something that they might not otherwise get the opportunity to do. Right. Your no is somebody else's yes. Right. And they've been dying to do that, right? They're just hoping that you're going to delegate something to them. And so I think that's another thing to remember is that so often by hoarding responsibilities Mm -hmm. and hoarding tasks, we are actually shutting somebody else out from growing in their potential Mm -hmm. role or growing just in their skill set. You know, because again, we want to say this podcast is supposed to help you personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, by saying, you know, unfortunately, I can't make dinner tonight, Mm -hmm. give somebody else in your family an opportunity to work together and maybe make dinner. By saying no to a project, you have somebody on your team who's been looking to do that project. And so I think that for those of us who have a hard time saying no, just think about the opportunities that you could gift your family and your team by saying no. 
Absolutely. And, you know, where you spend your time will be the true measure of what's important to you. Yeah. They say that about time and money, right? Uh-huh. Whatever yeah. you spend your money on is what you obviously think is important. So check your bank account. Yes. <laughs> and yes. where Fancy you spend your for me. time. <laughs> yes. Handbags and high heels. <laughs> and uh, where you spend your time is yeah. a measure of how what is important to you. So I always think about that when I when I'm kind of looking at, you know, the pie of my time in a given day. It's yeah. like, what am I spending my hours on? Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that um, my family and friends and everybody's getting a piece of my time pie mm-hmm. and it's not just all, all work. So I really do believe in work-life balance. And that really does require us to say no. As we grow, our organizations mm-hmm. grow, our responsibilities grow, we could have a thousand yeses. Right. We have to prioritize and determine what are the must yeses and what, what has to be a no. Yeah. And a great way to do that too is, you know, just once a month kind of review what your priorities are. You know, I use my values as kind of that goal, but, you know, sit down once a month and say, am I saying yes to all the right things and no to the things that I could be, you know, delegating to somebody else? And is my family feeling like they're the most important? Mm-hmm. Am I working on my health so that I can live a long time? Am I investing in, uh, you know, nonprofits or charities that are important to me? I think that's a great way to also measure if you're saying yes to the right things and, and no to the things that you shouldn't. So why don't we offer yeah, some of our listeners tips? What are some tips you would have to share? Yes, yes. So the first thing I would say is, well, I mentioned earlier, no takes practice. So yeah. practice saying no, mm-hmm. decline something with ease kindly, yes. then do it again, and then do it again. So I would say practice saying no. Well, I think what you will find out is that it's actually okay you are thought of no less, you are no less valuable, and you might have given somebody else an opportunity. See, so practice, mm-hmm. practice, practice. Yeah, I love that. Another thing I think that is good is, you know, pause for a moment. And I've actually taught my family this because I learned this um, pretty early off. And, um, and for my kids, I always say, I'm okay to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. too, right? Like if somebody asks you to do something and you're not quite sure because you really kind of want to do it, but maybe you don't have time, just say, you know, can I please get back to you? Imagine that. Think about it. (laughs) I know. Or I'll say, you know what? I really need to talk to my husband about that. And then I've taught my kids to say, oh, I actually need to ask my mom about that. Mm -hmm. I don't care if their friends think I'm cool or not, whatever, right? But it gives them an opportunity to really think through the opportunities to say yes or no to. And so People will tell you if they need an answer immediately, but there are very few things in this world Mm -hmm. that need a rush answer. And so just say, you know what? Hey, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'd like some time to think about it. Can I get back to you in X, Y, Z? Two days, three days, whatever it needs to be. Because I think then you can look at your schedule, look at your priorities, and actually make a good decision, an informed decision on whether you should say yes or no. Yes. I just had something like that happen to me. Honestly, um, mm-hmm. I was asked to uh, participate in, at this conference and I, you know, after speaking to the conference committee that was putting it together, I was all yes. Mm-hmm. But then I knew I needed to kind of go back and do some stuff. Well, it turns out I'm, act- I'm not available. It's during a week where I already have heavy mm-hmm. travel. So my initial response would have been yes. But after kind of going through my calendar and my priorities, I realized it was going to have to be a no for me. 
it was going to be really hard to make it happen. So I think that's, you know, goes into exactly what you're saying. Just take a minute. Yeah. Right. <laughs> look at your day. Look at your week. Look at your, is this going to work out for me or not? Yeah. And yeah. And I think another great tip is no doesn't have to be never. No can right. be not now. No can be thank you for asking me to participate on XYZ podcast or with your team, whatever that may be. I'm, I'm unable to attend next month. However, um, I'd love to join you over the summer or, or whatever that may be. Right. I think, you know, your no's don't have to be so hard. Maybe it's an opportunity that would circle back around and that you could do it later. So even saying not at this time, mm-hmm. check back with me is a great response. Right. Yeah. Or, or maybe not even to the level that they ask originally. You know, like if somebody says, hey, you know, we'd love for you to be a part of this event and maybe you can't because of your travel schedule. You could really, but you don't Mm -hmm. want to because it's going to take time away from your priorities. But maybe you could join virtually. Imagine that. Nowadays, you can almost do everything I know. Or or maybe (laughs) it's that you can't participate in that charity event, but you could give a donation. I mean, there's always, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's important to you and you're really wrestling with saying no, maybe look for another way that you could participate just in a a smaller way. I love that. I think those are great tips on how to say no tactfully. Right. Yeah. And so is there ever a reason for us to explain our no? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. I mean, you want to give courtesy. Mm -hmm. It's actually one of the things I learned from, for those of you who don't know, years ago, I used to be the virtual assistant to Michael Hyatt, if you know who he is, Mike Hyatt and company. And a lot of people requested his time. And as his virtual assistant, I was the one saying no to a lot of things on his behalf. Mm -hmm. And so I would say, okay, how do you want me to turn these people down? And he's like, here's a one sentence canned response I want you to send to every single no. It's just one simple sentence. Thank you for the invitation. Unfortunately, at this time, I'm unable to X, Y, Z. That's it. Period. You don't need to go into I'm traveling that week. I'm on vacation. I'm he's like, they don't, you know, just this one simple. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, no. Right. And honestly, I've seen it work a thousand times with him. And so now I use it for myself. So I think it's. It's, you know, you're kind, you're thankful, but it's a no. Well, and remembering that no, period, is a complete sentence. (laughs) Yes. It doesn't have to be no comma. It can Mm -hmm. just be no. That's it. Yeah. And no is enough. No is enough. Yeah. We don't need to be yes, man. I say it all the time, right? I say this to our team, (laughs) our leadership team here. You all aren't here because I want you to be a bunch of yes men. That's right. Right? So mm-hmm. anybody can be a yes man. Great leaders know when to say no. That's right. That's right. Well, that is a great transition into our download, our takeaway for this week's episode of One Next Step. We are sharing our canned email responses. So look at that right there. You don't even have to think about it. We're already <laughs> giving it to you. We've developed several email responses to common requests we receive, like speaking engagements or interviews. We actually did this with our team about a year mm-hmm. ago, maybe 18 yeah. months ago. It's a great way to help you say no. You can copy and paste them into an email or edit them to make them your own. Overall, they will help you put into practice just what T and I have talked about today. Yes, I think it's a very helpful tool. It's something that I've used for others and I use today for myself. So to get a copy, text the phrase one next step to 31996 
or visit onenextsteppodcast.com and you'll get access to today's resources to help you keep moving forward. I love that. Thank you guys for joining us today. Remember, saying yes to you may mean saying no to somebody else, and that's okay. Until next time, own your journey. It's your life and your business. It's up to you to create the life and organization you want. Join us next week for more practical tips and actionable tools to advance your business one step at a time. Start by making today count. Thanks for listening to One Next Step. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify. Then join us next time for more practical business tips and tools to help you get more done, grow your business, and lead your team with confidence. For more episodes, show notes, and helpful resources, visit onenextsteppodcast.com.